Okay, so people want to hear 10 reasons uh, why consulting is not for you. Now, let me take a look at my list. 10 reasons why consulting is not for you. First reason, you want to become a billionaire. Through consulting, you have, as we already discussed, you have the possibility to go extremely high and as a partner or senior partner in a nice firm, you earn a lot. But the thing is, you don't have the possibility for those moonshots. So you will always stay in the high net worth bracket. It will be difficult for you to break into that ultra high net worth bracket, which is more than 30 million US dollars in net worth. Um, and certainly, you know, if you're aiming super high, so you want to be like the next Elon Musk, it's not going to work through consulting. Second reason. Second reason um, consulting is not for you. You want to go to finance. So if you already have the plan in mind, you want to work for a hedge fund maybe later, or in general, you find funds interesting, maybe a VC fund, um, maybe you want to go deeper in... Uh, some financial industries. Consulting is not the ideal entry point for you. There is, yes, I mean, there's many people who make the jump from consulting to private equity. But if you already know now that you feel very comfortable in the financial fields, in the financial markets, in financial jobs, then there's other options for you that are better. For example, investment banking. Third reason, you want to start a startup. There's literally literally so many people who approach me and they're like oh kevin you know i i want to start this great startup i have the vision of becoming a founder uh, but first i want to go to management consulting to meet the right people you know and uh, to to start the idea with them and to me this is total like this is really bs if you want to start a startup the best thing to do is start a startup if you go to management consulting, what you will do is you will work with very, very big corporations and the people who work at those corporations, they are not typical startup people. So on the one hand side, you don't really learn how a startup works. On the other hand side, these people are also not potential co-founders, you know, because they have no idea, interest whatsoever to do that with you. They have been working at this corporate for years. They have a super healthy salary. You know, they are working there 40, 50 hours per week, chilling out. So why should they, you know, why should they start a startup with you? It doesn't make any sense. So don't make this mistake. And by the way, drop some likes if you like the, um, if you like the reasons so far. And if you have ideas on what, what reasons you would give for, you know, not going into consulting or why consulting would be not for you. Um, also write them down. Um, so for fourth reason, four out of five, you don't like maths. Very simple. If you don't like mathematics, um, if you're not familiar, if you like don't like dealing with numbers at all, then consulting probably is also not for you. There's some people, you know, who don't like mathematics. Uh, and they do okay-ish in consulting. Um, but for many people, it's a big pain because you will deal with a lot of Excel modeling and things like that. 
Fifth reason, a very simple one, if you don't like to work hard, you don't want to put in the hours, uh, consulting is not for you. Um, it's, um, it's a job that requires a lot of input from you and there's going to be many weeks where you work uh, 70, 80 hours. Okay, sixth reason, you don't like to work under pressure. And that's something you're going to have <laughs> basically all the time in management consulting. The reason being, the client always demands more and the partner is always willing to over deliver, right? The client, the partner always wants to make the client super happy. And so anything that the client demands, the partner is basically going to say, okay, let's do it. And then you as the team member are like, oh damn, you know, another two hours of sleep less. Um, and in essence, that means most of the times you're working under pressure. Now, of course, it's not like, you know, there's always someone behind you with a watch and telling you where well, you have one more hour, then this needs to be done. But there's really, per, per week, there's going to be a couple of instances where something needs to get done pretty quickly, or there's some minor changes that need to be made before a big presentation is held. And then is when the pressure kicks in. Seventh reason, you are a creative mind. There is people who are extremely creative and they have beautiful minds. They like to brainstorm wildly. They are kind of, they have this designer mindset, creative mindset. And for these people, it's also a little bit difficult to uh, work in consulting. Now, don't get me wrong, consulting is, a, is more or less creative sometimes. There's lots of brainstorming sessions where you think about, you know, what can we do with this business and so on, what are some potential solutions. But also, it's a very facts-driven business. So, facts always count more than ideas. And for some people, that's a difficult work environment. Eight, eighth reason, you like to have your home routine and you don't like to travel. Now, some people like to travel, but they also like to have their home routine. What does that mean? You know, things like the first one hour that you spend at home where you maybe take it easy in the morning, listen to some meditation music, read, uh, you know, do more morning journaling, uh, read a book, um, have a nice breakfast. All these things are things that you uh, that are very difficult to implement in typical strategy consultants' day, just because you are always going to live in hotels. So more than half of your uh, living life as a consultant, you're not going to sleep at home. That simply means it's incredibly difficult to establish routines. Um, same thing in the evening. It's like always different hotels, um, always different environments, you need to adapt. Uh, so if you are a person who likes to have their routines, like to go maybe to the same uh, coffee shop in the morning, you know, or like to go to the same gym in the evening, maybe have some classes in the evening, some, some dance classes or whatever, that's super difficult in consulting. Nine, you like to plan weeks or months ahead. If you are someone who likes to have planning security, forget it. It's super difficult in consulting to plan ahead. 
um, that's because of the project nature of the business. So if you are currently working in a project, it's difficult to know when exactly it will end because what happens is sometimes, you know, steering committee uh, dates will get postponed. So you were set to have a steering committee uh, on 1st of August and then the project was supposed to be done. But then it gets postponed because management makes some kind of decision and you as a service provider, of course, you need to adapt to that. You can't just say, oh no, we're just going to cancel the project. You know, you need to finish it, of course. Um, now what else happens is sometimes you are too slow. So the client requests more or you are simply too slow. And so that means you also need to postpone things. You need to work one, two, three weeks more on the project. What else can happen? Sometimes the project gets extended. So then the partner is very happy, right? He just sold another project extension, maybe two more months. Um, and you sometimes are not happy because either you didn't like the project or you had things planned after the project. You wanted to take a quick trip somewhere with your partner or whatever. Now that's not possible because you are one of the few people, maybe there, were, there was four people on the project, you are one of the few people who know how it goes, right? You, by now, you know the firm and it's difficult to replace you. So all of these are reasons why it's super difficult to plan uh, when you are in a consulting job. It's difficult to plan your holidays, it's difficult to plan big events, um, and that's not for everyone. Last reason, you truly want to change the world. So if you really have the vision to uh, change the world for a better place, consulting to you sometimes might seem like you're just one very, very small part of a huge system. And that's also to some degree true, right? Because you are um, an analyst, you are a junior consultant. I mean, yeah, you make some nice analyses and based on these firms, might, might take decisions and you might be the one who have influenced these decisions. But there's just too many steps in between, you know. Sometimes the partner, your partner, your boss will just say, oh, okay, nice analysis, but I don't like the result. I'm going to recommend something else. Sometimes the client will say, okay, nice analysis, uh, but we don't really agree. Sometimes they will say, nice analysis, let's execute it. And then they execute it like never because, you know, other priorities become more important and so on. So it's, you know, it doesn't really feel like you are changing the world um, most of the times. Okay. Now, if you found this uh, video interesting, um, there is one video called uh, five must have skills to become a consultant that I did five must-have skills to become a consultant and this video directly ties to this one um, and definitely recommend you watch it if you watch it you will have a pretty good idea on what's going on in the consulting industry and why you should join or why you shouldn't join why should why <laughs> why you should join or why you shouldn't join okay